soft drink purchasing for restaurant chains. Today, I, your host, Ben Kite, I'm going to talk about, is there really a difference in doing business with Coke or doing business with Pepsi? Let's dive right in. And let me say, first of all, a couple of things. This is what our clients tell us. Our clients say these words. None of this is Ben's opinion. This is the opinion of people who do business with Coke and Pepsi. So I'm just relating it. The other thing I want to say is none of this is personal. There are a lot of good people at Pepsi. There are a lot of good people at Coke. A lot. And they have their own personalities. And whatever personality we ascribe to a company is not necessarily ascribed to the individuals involved. These companies have their own cultures. And those cultures dictate what it's like to do business with them. So here's what our clients tell us. First of all, how easy are they to do business with? Well, our clients say that Pepsi's a lot easier to do business with. I mean, this is universal. In fact, I've never heard the opposite. Pepsi people, this is what they say, again, Pepsi people are easier to deal with. They speak in plain English. They solve problems without too much bureaucracy. They accept fault for problems and try to quickly solve them. Coke people have layers of bureaucracy to deal with. Coke people tend to speak in their own language. <laughs> their own language. Uh, in fact, our clients label it Coke speak as if it's not plain English. They tend to speak like quote unquote robots. So here's some analysis. Look, it's true that Coke people have a script that they follow when they talk to customers. Uh, and, and that script is determined by leadership at Coke. And it makes them very predictable, which in my line of work makes it a relatively simple matter to gain leverage in a negotiation. I mean, I know what they're going to say. So as far as I'm concerned, keep on roboting. But look, I mean... It, it also looks bad. I think people in general don't want to be spoken to by a robot. They want to talk to people. Okay, what else do they say? Our, our clients tell us that Pepsi lacks a popular competitor to Sprite. And that's a fair criticism. Sprite is a top 10 soft drink. It's a strong drink. It's a strong brand. Pepsi's Sierra Mist, which is what they usually use to compete with Sprite, Around since, I think, 1999, it's not a share leader. So take that for what it's worth. Our clients tell us that Coke really shows up at contract time with a lot of people and a lot of slides in their deck. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't show up very much. But they also say the same thing about Pepsi. In fact, they say Pepsi shows up with even more people and more slides in their deck. And most of the slides don't really say anything. At least they don't say anything that's interesting. When switching from Coke to Pepsi, or Pepsi to Coke, no change in beverage sales is recorded. Ever. The horror stories, you know the ones like, you will lose sales, are made up by Coke 
and Pepsi. Plenty of chains compete very well with both. You can name chains. I could name 10 off the top of my head that have Pepsi in Atlanta. I could name 10 off the top of my head that have have Coke in Pepsi territory in the Northeast. They do just fine. There's no change. Until recently, all of our clients, all they heard from Coke was how great freestyle is and how they should try it. They're not hearing that anymore. On the other hand, Pepsi doesn't push equipment. They don't push equipment types. They just push drinks. Now, to be fair, I think recently Coke has realized that freestyle may have a relatively narrow application. If they haven't, they will soon. But I think they have. Um, some evidence of this was the Coke booth at the recent National Restaurant Association show in Chicago in May. Coke moved freestyle outside the booth to an adjacent wall instead of featuring it inside the booth. Inside the booth was all about coffee, which is kind of odd in itself. But, but freestyle, it seems, was not the star of the show anymore. Both uh, Coke and Pepsi show up with too many people and too many pages. Clients say it would be much better to just have conversations instead of every meeting being scripted and played out in a 50-page deck. It seems there's not a lot of difference between Coke and Pepsi, at least as far as we can tell. Both have market share that makes them equally acceptable as an exclusive beverage partner, especially in the United States. Both use large PowerPoint decks to script their customer interactions, and both are going to promise a lot at contract time and deliver little until the contract negotiation. So based on our client's input, here's our conclusion. Until one or the other, Pepsi or Coke, start convincing their customers that there is real, sustainable, measurable value to be added by one or the other of them, take the best financial deal. That's it. That's the bottom line. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us on this edition of Soft Drink Purchasing for Restaurant Chains. I'm your host, Ben Kitte, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.